So there's a num numerous amount of questions now that Vince is retired that everybody is asking. And some of them are legit questions. You know, for one, you know, what is WWE going to look like? Yeah. For one, what is WWE going to look like now? What changes, you know, as time goes on, will there be? And honestly, it's kind of a toss-up because we don't know. You see, if there's one thing um, we could probably agree about Vince McMahon is he's always a step ahead. He always plans things out from a business standpoint ahead of time. You know, and you know, and you would think honestly, planning ahead, he would apply that to his product. But obviously, you know, he does he didn't. But yet, when it comes to the business side of side of things outside of the ring, behind the scenes, he may have he may have done so. So, you know, again, it's kind of a toss-up to, to know exactly what or if anything may change. Vince, on the other hand, may have said um, or may have planned out years in advance that should he step away or anything happens to him where he has to, you know, basically uh, leave from power, that this is what still has to happen and what he basically wants to see happen is legal and binding. Like, what if he has a, like, what if there's some kind of contractual agreement that states, this is how you have to do things even if I'm gone? Like, you still got to go in this direction, you still got to do this, you still got to make it this way even if I'm gone. You, you have to wonder if, if, you have to wonder if maybe that's something he has, you know, uh, basically planned up, you know, you know years ago. Knowing that, you know, either he's going to pass away while he's working or maybe he's going to have to be forced into stepping down, which, you know, he ended up being, uh, you know, because of what's going on, let's be honest. But did he have a plan? Like, you know, did he have something set up legally to where it didn't matter whether uh, it was his flesh and own flesh and blood or somebody outside of it? That took over that they had to follow things the way he would want it again you know what is the outlook going to look like of WWE what change will there be again it's something that we just have to keep an eye on because I can tell you honestly if nobody really sees any true significant change and it feels like wait a minute you know Vince is gone but why does it feel like he's still here you know, there might be a, a situation where it gets revealed that, like I said, legally he put something together years ago that contractually states, even when he's gone, you still have to do this. You know, these are, these are my wishes that you still run things this way. And I know a lot of fans may not like to hear that, but in business, you know, that is something that it does indeed happen. You know, it doesn't mean, you know, somebody passes away and it, you know, because somebody passes away, I should say, you know, that it has to be done that way. Again, they could step away, retire, but still want things run the way they want it. You know, even if they're not in power anymore, because contractually, they uh, put something together that, you know, states that, you know, that has to be the case. But again, we don't know. It's something to really, really think about.
really think about, you know, and kind of keep an eye on in the months to come. Because, again, like a lot of people said, nothing's going to change overnight. Yeah, SummerSlam a week from today, oh, not a week from today, but SummerSlam this, this weekend, that is going to be a tall tale sign. You know, that's going to be the tall tale sign. Uh, because it's the first WWE program that's going to go to go back and utilize the TV-14 rating. But, you know, will SummerSlam be like the season finale or basically the, the finale to the old error, the true end of an error? And Monday, the following Monday, will be the beginning of the new error. We don't know. You know, we'll have to, like I say, just keep an eye on it. Because, again, you know, contractually, Vince may have assured that things will still go the way he wants it. You know, and that's about it. He may have contractually also made it sure that his people, the people he selected, stay in the positions that they're in, no matter who's in charge. And I know some people might say, oh, that's not true and everything. Again, here's the thing, in business... You know, when people step down, you always still see that their chosen ones are still in the same positions of power they were in before, or uh, prior, basically, to that person leaving. And then you find out later on, it's because of the fact that the person that was in power before they left contractually made sure that they would not lose their positions. So who's to say Vince McMahon didn't contractually make sure that Kevin Dunn, Bruce Pritchard, if you will, don't lose the positions even when he's gone. Again, it's something to to kind of keep an eye out for and something to really think about because, you know, yeah, you know, internally from a power situation, change is happening. But there might be some changes that can't be undone because Vince contractually, legally, you know, made it so, you know, that, you know, things that he uh, decided on stay put. Or certain things he decided on stay put. So, you know, as much as we would like for, you know, a Kevin Dunn to probably be given his walking papers, and hopefully that might happen. Same with Bruce Pritchard. You know, SummerSlam might be the last hurrah. They may still be around for a while. Because Vince can, you know, contractually made sure that no matter what happens to him, they're still going to have a job. They're going to be secure. They're going to be set. But again, it's a it's a wait and see and just a keep an eye on kind of situation for the time being. I mean, I'll tell you right now, WWE, you know, always wanted more eyes back on the product, back on Raw and SmackDown and NXT and NXT UK. Well, now they're going to get it because people are going to watch to see whatever to see what kind of changes we're going to get, if any. And uh, don't don't. Don't get me wrong, there will be changes, but there are changes significantly that people are going to try to keep an eye on that if they don't happen within the next several months or year, it's going to make people wonder, well, why isn't this, in the, why isn't this happening? And then for them to probably, let's say, within four or six months find out Dunn and Pritchard are still in the same positions, and this is why, because contractually Vince made sure of it, even if he was gone, yeah, that's not going to sit well with a lot of folks. But, again, we'll have to see. I could be wrong. We, I could be legitimately wrong. But we'll see. Um, the other thing, too, 
um, going into this, uh, continuing with this, I should say, is will anybody come back? Will anybody decide to return to WWE now that Vince is gone? And this does have to tie into what I just said. I think, you know, honestly, it is tempting for maybe a Naomi, a Sasha Banks, maybe a Johnny Gagano, a Candice LeRae, maybe even those in AEW whose contracts are going to be up to potentially go back as well, or if not attempt WWE for the first time. It is tempting, but there is going to be a side of them, just like some of the fans, that are going to wait and see because there's a side of the, the men and the women performers, wrestlers, that, you know, are going to be like, yeah, you know, it's great to hear that Vince is gone, but um, I'm going to wait. I'm going to give it time. And they may wait maybe a couple of months. You know, maybe they'll wait to the end of the year. And if there's no sign of Vince and they do see major change happening, you know, then, yeah, that's, gonna, that's going to basically uh, draw them in. I mean, again, the temptation to come back now that Triple H is EVP of, you know, talent relations again, you know, basically the head of talent relations, you know, that is tempting. But if you have someone like a Bruce Pritchard still in charge of head of creative, you know, for SmackDown at least, and another person in, in charge of head of creative for Raw, along with Pritchard maybe, even though they're being overseed by Triple H this time, and they, this time around, have to report to a Stephanie McMahon and maybe a Nick Khan, mostly Stephanie, to uh, get her approval on stuff. Um, you know, you know that might be a good sign of things to come, but still, people will look at a Bruce Pritchard being in charge and be like, Okay, as long as Bruce and Kevin are still here, I don't want to come back because I don't trust them. You know, even though, Stephanie, you're in charge, honey, you're back as head of talent relations, I don't trust these people, you know, as long as they're still in their position of power. So even though the temptation for someone like a Sasha Banks, a Naomi, a Johnny Gargano, a Candice LeRae, and even those that went from WWE to AEW and even Impact, and their contracts are up real soon, even though the temptation is great, you know, they may hold back because, one, they want to see if any true significant change is happening. Two, they want to make sure that certain people that might still be there, or who possibly could be on their way out as well, are gone completely. And third, and probably the most important, like a lot of fans, they want to make sure that the skepticism of whether or not this is truly legit, or it's just something that's being done to... Uh, basically wait until things cool down and then Vince decides to pop back up and resume control you know you know if there's no evidence of that happening then yeah they might consider coming back but again it's three things again it's three things you know uh, basically like I said you know they you know they don't want well yeah it's about two to three things it's late I do apologize I'm kinda of tired you can see it in my face uh, but again, it's one. It's two, it's basically two to three things. It's one. You know, they want to hold off until they see true significant change, if any. Two, they don't want to deal with, you know, certain people like Pritchard and Kevin Dunn if they're still there. They want to hear reports and probably get confirmation that they're on their way out, or at least being removed from their positions of power. You know, so they don't have to deal with them anymore. And three, like a lot of fans. They want to make sure that this whole Vince McMahon retirement situation 
is truly legit before jumping back in because if they jump back in and all of a sudden you know things kind of clear up things kind of cool down with these allegations and you know Vince gets pretty much confirmation that okay you can come back out you know who's to say they you know decide to come back and all of a sudden just as they're coming back or considering coming back Vince steps back into power and it's like oh, oh, I'm back in charge do you think they really want to deal with that no they don't they don't want to they don't want to deal with it or even chance it so again I think you know the temptation is there but one they want to sit back and wait to see if any true significant change is happening. Two, they probably don't want to deal with Bruce or Kevin until either they're uh, released completely from the company or removed from the positions of power so they don't have to deal with them ever again. And three, like I said, just like a lot of fans believe to be, believe it to be so, even Solomonster even talked about this, uh, they want to make sure that this whole thing is not just some sham to where Vince will be retired temporarily but when everything is in everything is cleared up or everything is cooled down he's gonna step back into power they don't want to have to be they don't want to have to you know end up looking like they got egg on their face for believing something that's not totally legit and true so uh, yeah you know do I think people will return you know people might come back yeah they might come back but right now I think that temptation is gonna be very simmerish because they want to make sure that a couple of things are, you know, are basically showcased first uh, for them to fully, you know, turn up the heat on their temptation to, uh, you know, to really consider going back, you know, to the company or even t trying the company for the first time. So, yeah, those are just three things I think they have. They're going to wait to to see uh, occur to see if there is any change. Uh, ha truly happening to make sure they don't really have to deal with someone like a Bruce or a Kevin ever again either they're out of power or they're out of the company whatever the case may be but also to make sure whether or not this is not just a ruse to where when things are cleared up or pretty much on the downside Vince is going to suddenly pop up and say I'm back bitches <laughs> if you know what I mean excuse my language God they don't want to have to like I say look like they got egg on their face for believing something that's not totally true so yeah, I think the, tenta the, the, return, the temptation to return to WWE or go back to WWE, um, you know, uh, in the wake of this announcement of Vince's retirement, it's tempting, but they're going to let that temptation uh, simmer for a minute, uh, simmer for a while, I should say, until they got pretty much true, full context confirmation that this is all legit and true change you know, eternally and all that is occurring so that they can feel more safe and comfortable to come back. I mean, again, you know, the idea of a Johnny Gagano, Candice LeRae, a Sasha Banks and Naomi and others hearing this and considering WWE as an option to, to go back to, to stay with, you know, it is tempting, but they want to w make sure all, all of this pretty much is confirmed legitimately that not only is Vince gone, but change is happening and certain people in power right now creatively and production-wise, they don't have to deal with ever again in any capacity. Either those people are let go or just removed from their position of power, period, and put into another position within the company. That's not so inferential, if you understand what I'm saying.
So, yeah, I think, you know, certain talent want to come back, but they're just going to hold hold off and, and wait until the time is right. Um, last but not least, um, do I think it'll represent more of a wrestling product than it ever has before? I think it will. I think Triple H and Stephanie will, and Nick Khan may even be okay with this. They may, you know, basically say, yeah, we're going to make it feel more legitimate, more uh, professional wrestling-wise. Um, yeah, I think it is going to represent more of a wrestling pro uh, promotion than it ever has in the recent years. And I think people will be cool with it. I think people will enjoy it. They'll be happy with it. And again, though, it's going to take time. It's going to take time. And, you know, whoever they put in charge of creative and production, you know, that, that will definitely signify the change uh, that will come uh, in my opinion that will significant that will significant significantly you know signal the change happening of this you know being you know being now more of a, a pro wrestling company than just sports entertainment so yeah I think you know it it is going to represent more of a pro wrestling company than sports entertainment uh, in the near future but we'll just have to like say wait and see because production wise and all that um you know it's going to take you know uh, it's going to take a long bit of time and hopefully not too long for that change to occur i mean we're already kind of seeing it a little bit with the announcers being more free freelanced and relaxed i mean you have xavier words talking you know bringing up iwgp new japan ring of honor so yeah you're starting to see little tidbits here and there and over time, I think it will represent a, a wrestling company again more so than sports entertainment because I think you'll start seeing more acknowledgments of other promotions, current, past, and present on WWE television uh, over time. So, yeah, I do see that happening. And, oh, I know I said the third one was, la was the last one, but this is actually truly the last one. Uh, the fourth and final thing I want to talk about is... Could this open the door finally for WWE to truly open a forbidden door? Could a true forbidden door be opened up within WWE uh, to, you know, work with other promotions out there like an AEW, like an Impact, like an MLW and all that? A New Japan, a AAA and everything. And, uh, again, that's, uh, that's something we'll have to look, look at, um, you know, over time. I think probably the best example of a forbidden door truly finally finally truly being open within WWE um I think that would be the Royal Rumble. We kind of got a taste of it on on uh you know on Jan not in January in January I should say. Like I said I'm tired, I do apologize. But we kind of got a taste of it in January uh with Mickey James showing up um as the Impact World Champion, uh, Impact Knockouts World Champion. And the uh, and coming out to her hardcore country music, so we kind of got a taste there uh, of WWE being willing to partake in that. I think, it, but I think at the time it was more like a, a a knee a knee flex a knee jerk. The fact that AEW was doing it a lot and WWE's like, well, if you can do it, we can do it too. But we'll take it a step further and, and do something um, uh, that you won't. And that's bringing the Impact Knockouts champion. So, 
you know, so maybe it was a knee-jerk reaction, but it, WWE obviously is willing to go through a forbidden door, but not the way we see AEW doing it. But I think, yeah, honestly, WWE will probably be more uh, relaxed and more open to doing it. Um, will it happen overnight? No. Will it happen within the next month going into Survivor Series? No. But, like I said, I think the best example of a true forbidden door being open is the Royal Rumble. I mean, if we... Because here's what I'm hoping. If WWE does truly, you know, open the forbidden door finally, because they're going to be, you know, more like, okay, what, what do fans want? What could really get people watching our product? I think the best the best solution or the best answer to that potentially happening is if you hear John Moxley on AEW Dynamite saying he's going to enter himself into the Royal Rumble that if he is if John Moxley is the AEW World Champion at that time undisputed that is it's going to take someone like him saying I'm going to enter the Royal Rumble as the AEW World Champion win it, go to WrestleMania, and win their title, and be the only guy to be world champion across two major two major companies. That, to me, would be the ultimate signification that, yeah, WWE is now truly open to a forbidden door, because when Vince was running things, they never were truly open to a forbidden door that much. I mean, they did work with other companies, AAA, obviously. They've worked with New Japan in the past and all that, but they've never truly truly worked with the bigger competitors like you know AEW you know like uh, a WCW and e well they worked with ECW but they never truly worked with like doing cross promotional stuff with WCW even though fans felt hey you should do that and the invasion a lot of people in 2001 the invasion situation doesn't really count I mean you try but it doesn't really count um so I think, honestly, over time, yeah, WWE will be more willingly open to walk through, if not knock that forbidden door off its hinges. And to me, the best example uh, for that to happen would be next January with the Royal Rumble. But the only way I think that will be proven truthful to a lot of us is if you have the world champion of AEW, in this case, maybe a John Moxley, if he is the champion at that time, Basically saying that he's going to walk through the forbidden door back to WWE and enter the Rumble as AEW World Champion. The same with Claudio. Claudio could say he's going to enter the Rumble as the Ring of Honor World Champion. You know, that's something. Or heck, you could have, if he's still champion at that time, you can have freaking Josh Alexander walk in as the Impact World Champion. I'm just saying. The possibilities could, you know, the possibilities of all that potentially happening are more... Sorry about that, the battery kind of died. But like I said, the possibilities of that happening now are more plausible than they've ever had uh, been in the past. So, again, do I think, honestly, it's more, you know, optional now for WWE to do it? Absolutely. I really do. But it's going to be up to Nick Khan to, uh, from a business standpoint, working with Stephanie McMahon uh, and Triple H to make that happen. Because, again, Vince, you know, obviously was never really open to working with anybody unless he didn't see him as a threat. Like I said, you think, you know, Mickey James, you know, being in the Rumble because they needed more women was, you know, bec you know because of that? No. 
they looked at it and thought, well, you know, we could just bring her in as herself and not acknowledge Impact's existence and everything. But no, they, they saw the fact that, well, we can show we can go through the Forbidden Door as well, but we're also doing it because we don't see Impact as a natural threat to us. We don't. You know, like they see AEW. But now, you know, I think, you know, I think honestly the the, op the possibility is there. I think it really is. So do I think WWE, you know, under the under the leadership of Stephanie and Nick Stephanie McMahon, Nick Khan, and Triple H, do I think that Forbidden Door is going to finally officially be opened and kicked down? Absolutely. Um, and I think the best option, the best example and timing for that to be proven uh, true, to be proven a fact, is Royal Rumble. And I think if they get in contact with Tony Khan, because they've been in contact with him before, especially when they had, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, and Paul White do the uh, congratulations to John Cena. You know, I think, I think once they get in contact with Tony Khan again to see see if this can be, they can make this work. Not only do I think Tony Khan will be, you know, all for it, but I think he'll also be like, hey, if you want to do that, can I also meet your guys? your guys and girls that you're not using, put them on my show and give people some dream matches and maybe even put them into my, you know, battle royals and stuff. And that could happen too. That could happen too. So I think it is more possible than it's ever been. It's just, you know, the, you know, when it happens is, you know, uh, basically time-wise it's you know it's up to all parties in agreement and I think the best time frame would be the rumble can you imagine the 2023 Royal Rumble you know as basically WWE's true venture into the forbidden door of, of, of professional wrestling sports entertainment I'm just saying I'm just saying think about that think of, think about it this way think about Cody Rhodes returning now part of WWE and he's in the ring at the Rumble at the same time as, let's say, um, as, let's say, a Kenny Omega. Imagine that. Imagine Kenny declaring, imagine Kenny coming on to Dynamite and saying he's going to, now that the, and acknowledging this new massive forbidden door being opened between two of the biggest companies uh, in professional wrestling, sports entertainment, and declaring himself to be part of the Rumble. Imagine that moment. Talk about a moment in time. But, yeah, I think it is more significant than it's ever been. I think it is more plausible than it's ever been. And I think the best timing for it to be proven fact that WWE is changing and is more willing to work with other companies, including the competitors, you know, from a Forbidden Door standpoint, is the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, I think it, I think it is very plausible, in my opinion. I really do. Um, but anyway, though, guys, I, I wanted to come on here and just kind of list off four things uh, about what potentially could happen uh, now that Vince McMahon is gone from the company, you know, you know, what changes we could see, you know, if any, you know, who might return, if any, you know, the possible forbidden door happening and, and, and such, you know, as well as you know, as well as the, as well as the other, other things um, as well. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. How do you feel about some of the things I've mentioned here? Comment down below. Live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Check me out at Venmo at Brian-Romer-2. 
and at Cash App at BW Roses 98, and all your favorite audio podcast locations of BW Roses discussions, except for Pandora. And until next time, guys, also check out the Teespring store. But until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. I do apologize if I was a little, you know, slurish here. I am tired. It is late. But until next time, guys, I am out.